Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. Praise God. I I want to stick to my notes this morning, but I just really feel the Holy Ghost this morning. And I know a lot of times we think that the, the move of the Spirit is contingent upon how many people you have in a place, how good the Word is. But God is an ever-present God, and it's up to us to move inside of where He's at. He is ever-present. So if I need to get what I need to get from God, I need to step out of fear and anxiety and step into the presence of God. So I know right now I'm excited just to be here, even though we're not together as a church this morning. I'm I'm glad that we're together in spirit. I thank God for technology. I thank God for all of my family. Mother Austin, I just wanted to give you a shout out and say hello. We miss you. We love you. Thank you for staying safe uh, because, you know, pretty soon this will all be over and I'll get to hug your face again, all of us. Me and Pastor Kaya, we miss you guys terribly. Amen. So listen, you guys. Good morning. Buenos dias, mi familia. Uh, Bienvenido. Welcome to the Building Christian Fellowship. And listen, with this current situation of our state, con el situación actual de nuestro estado, I thought it not be robbery to reshare a message. Pensé que no era un robo compartir un mensaje. This is a reminder to remember. I like the way the Apostle Paul said it. Me gusta la forma in que el uh, Apostle Pablo lo dice in Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. He says it this way. He says, whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things. I do it to safeguard your faith. I don't get tired of repeating things to you. Why? Because it safeguards your faith. In such a time as this, we have a message that needs to be heard again. We have a a message that we need to take, and instead of listening to it, we need to live by it. Amen? Amen. Now, it is natural in our petitions to God, es natural en nuestras peticiones a Dios, that when we uh, ask God for things or when we want things, que queremos las cosas ahora. We want them now. Quiero cenar ahora, quiero un trabajo ahora, quiero un conyuge ahora, quiero que todo termine ahora. I want healing now, I want a job now, I want a spouse now, I want it all to end now. Does this sound familiar? God is more interested, listen please, escucha, escucha. God is more interested in your journey. Dios estás más interesado en tu viaje. He's more interested in your journey than he is your destination. Que en tu destino. It's during your journey that you become more like Christ. Come on, somebody. Tienes que esperar la promesa. But how you wait will determine what you become. God wants us to wait on the, during this journey. It's during this journey, we have to wait on the promises of God. If God gives you a promise, he wants you to wait. Tienes que esperar la promesa. He wants you to wait on the promise. But how you wait will determine 
what you become. Pero como esperas determinara en que te convertiras. So while you're waiting on the promise, how many people want to become more like Christ? Just raise your hand right where you're at. Look at somebody right next to you. Hit him in the arm and go, I want to become more like Christ. Yes, yes. Psalms 130 and 5 says this. I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and in his word I do hope. Psalms 27 and 14 says this. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. I I could stand here and and, and preach from this point right here for, for the next 35 minutes, but I'll just touch on it briefly for you. It says, I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and his word I do hope. A lot of us are hoping for many things in this life, in the life that we're living, especially during this time of this COVID quarantine and everything else that's going on. We're waiting, and there's things that we wait, and our hope is really high, but this is the key thing. David said that my hope is in God's word. We have to get our priorities straight, saints. Our hope isn't found in Governor Newsom. Our hope isn't found in Donald Trump. Our hope isn't found in Nancy Pelosi. Our hope isn't found in anybody else but Jesus Christ. Psalms 27, 14 says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he will strengthen thine heart. There's many of you right now who have weak hearts. Weak hearts. What does that mean? Not necessarily weak like mine because I have cardiomyopathy. I'm talking about weak is that your endurance is about ran out and you're ready to give up on that which God had promised you and you no longer want to wait. But the Lord gave a commandment that says, wait on the Lord, not wait on the government, not wait on your welfare check, not wait on your unemployment check, not wait for the doctor's report, not waiting for the COVID-19 diagnosis. The Bible says, wait upon the Lord. True faith isn't believing to receive something, but is an unwavering faith that seeks after the face of God. Pero es una fe inquantable que busca el rostro de Dios. Faith is having the confidence in whatever happens, no matter the outcome of the situation or circumstance, it will work out for our good to the glory of God. Funcionará para mi bien a la gloria de Dios. When I have faith, faith isn't about me getting what I want. Faith is believing that what I want and what I'm eventually going to get is God's going to give it to me to glorify him. It'll be for my good, but to his glory. Even though I may have an idea of what my, I want my outcome to be, that doesn't mean that if, if it doesn't happen the way that I wanted it to, that I have to give up on my faith. God's plans for, our, for us are better than our own plans for us. He's the one that created us. He's the one that knows our, our ending from the beginning. So we need to trust in him. But when we misplace our faith from Jesus and put it into our situation, we are setting ourselves up for failures. Situations are like bad weather. They change from day to day, especially around this area. One day it'll be 90 degrees, and later on that night it's 40 degrees and windy. That's exactly what happens when you put your faith in a situation. It's going to change, and it will change suddenly. So when our situation doesn't turn out the way that we believed, We begin to sink into our doubts and our disbeliefs. Watch this, you guys. When Peter walked on water, cuando Pedro caminó sobre el agua, 
in Matthew chapter 14, 29 through 31, Peter never believed he could walk on water. Peter nunca creyó que podía caminar sobre el agua. Peter never thought about breaking the laws of physics. Peter nunca pensó en romper las leyes de la física. The only thing that was on Peter's mind was getting to the feet of Jesus. I hope you guys hear me when I said this. He had faith in God, and in, if Jesus said, come, then he was going to do it. Before he stepped out of the boat, he didn't acknowledge his predicament. That's where we end up messing up, saints. So many times we want to acknowledge our situation instead of acknowledge the one that has control of the situation. Peter looked and he said, Lord, if that be you, bid me to come. He said, come. Peter didn't look at that he was in a boat. Peter didn't look at he was in a storm. Peter didn't look at that he had to walk on water. All Peter knew was, I have enough faith to get to the feet of my Jesus. When we get serious like that in our faith, to seek the presence of Almighty God, no obstacle, no barrier, no impossible situation, no tribulation, nor distress, no persecution or famine, no peril, no problem, no powers or principalities, no heights, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is found in Christ Jesus. Faith. But the question really is, What do we do when we ask God for something and it doesn't happen immediately? Come on. If you guys, if you guys understand where I'm at right now, and when you say, God, I, need, I want this, this whole COVID-19 thing to be over. God, I got an auntie right now that's in the hospital with COVID-19. I want her to be healed today. God, I got to go take this test because I'm feeling sick. I need you to heal me right now in the name of Jesus. But what if God doesn't answer your request right away? What do you do? What do you do? Especially when you're desperately hoping that God does it now, but it's taking a long time for God to answer. I'm going to tell you something like I tell my children. Just you guys get this. My kids come and ask me for something. You know what I tell them? Not now. Wait. Uh, I don't know if you remember as a kid, you like to go to your, hey, is, can, I, can we eat now? No. Wait. Can I go to the store? No. Wait. Can I go outside and play with my friends? No. Wait. Somebody say wait. wait. Yeah. I know it's a dirty little four-letter word that must, most of us didn't like hearing, but I don't mind using it when it's convenient. It's, it's real convenient to use. Like if I'm busy, listen, if I'm busy and my kids want me to do something or my wife asks me to do something, it's a lot easier for me when I don't feel like doing it. I look at them and I say, wait. Pastor Kai knows when I sit down and, I, and, and I'm busy and I'm reading and she comes and asks me, goes, I need you to go to the store for me. And I'm like, wait. especially when you're preoccupied with someone or something else that you feel like is more important or it's more significant. But when you need something, the last thing you want to hear is wait. I know uh, specifically, uh, if I could speak to this, it's a, it's a shame that we do God like that. Pastor Donald, I know there's times that, that we... Um, Sit down and God will say to us, he says, present your body a living sacrifice. And we say, wait. 
God says I need to start uh, praying regularly, and we say, God, hold on, wait, I'm busy right now. And God says I need you to be faithful in tithing and generosity, and we say, God, wait, because I have other things a little bit more preoccupied. There's a house I need to get, or there's something else that I need to get. You're really not asking God to wait. You're putting him on hold, hoping he's going to hang up the main line because you put him on hold too long. You guys know what I'm talking about? People call you and you don't really want to talk to them. And what you do is you put them on hold, hoping they're going to hang up so you don't have to talk to them. You put them on the wait list. But let me turn that situation around. Pastor JR, I know there's a time that there's, there's some of us need something from God. Oh, we don't want to hear God say, wait, God, I need a husband in my life. To, I need my husband to act right and then wait. God, I need financial miracle. Wait. God, I need to be healed right now. And all of a sudden you hear, wait. If we don't get what we want now, we hang up the phone, we disconnect the communication with God. We sit down and we pray, God, I need this now. Listen, it's funny to me that my kids can tell me what they need. It's odd for me for my children to tell me what they need, and I could tell them, that's not a need, that's a want. And I believe a lot of times in our lives, when we ask God for something, say, God, I need this, God's like, no, you don't need that. I've already given you everything you need pertaining to life and godliness. But there's some things, there's desires that you want, and God says, not now. you got to wait. To wait is something you have to do. When you're on the phone and someone puts you on hold, it's your choice. Somebody get your finger and point at yourself and say, it's my choice. Yeah, it's your choice if you wait. Your choice if you wait. You, nobody told you to get off the phone. Nobody made you hang up the phone. Nobody made you stop waiting on God. It is up to you if you continue to wait on the Lord. I'm not talking about the kind of wait that you sit down, poking your lip out like a little baby, like, like my granddaughter does when she don't get what she wants. The word wait is an acronym, and it means to worship as it tarries. While we are waiting on what God says he will do, we need to wait. We need to worship as it tarries. When I go to a restaurant, the person that comes to me and serves me is called a waiter. He waits on me. He serves me. He shows up. He's very kind. He's very friendly. He asks me what I want. He brings me water. He asks me, is there anything I want to drink? Brings me napkins. He waits on me. He takes orders from me and my family. He's called a waiter. That word means he serves me. That's what God wants us to do with him as we are waiting on the promises of God, as you're waiting on healing, as you're waiting on your husband, as you're waiting on your husband to act right, as you're waiting on your wife, as you're waiting for your job to open back up. Come on, I wish some of you guys would hear me right now. Brother Alfie, I know you're in a situation right now, and let me speak to your situation because God has given you a great heart, young man, and I want to share something with you today. You've done everything in your business to comply with what the government said. You spent tens of thousands of dollars on everything. You hadn't even opened back up, but now they put you in a wait pattern. You are in a wait pattern to open up your business, but God says, listen, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go to the word for this, you guys. I got to go to the word for this. Praise God. In 1 Peter 
chapter 4, starting at 12, it says this. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials which come to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you, but rejoice in the extent that you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you for the spirit of glory and God rest upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. You keep doing what you're doing. You keep blessing people. You keep pouring into those that need pouring into. God is going to make sure that he gets the glory. It's going to be for his glory, but for your good. Praise God. I got to pick up where I was at. How many of you guys in here prayed for patience? Yes, 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 yes. Sister, Sister Joanne Cotta, I know you've prayed for patience many a times. I've, I've been on the phone with you, and we pray for patience. But, you know, patience is developed when you're put on hold. Patience is developed when you choose to wait. You'll never have patience unless you learn to wait. Romans 8.25 says this, But if we hope for that we see not, then do we wait with patience. Wait for it. The Bible says that we are in need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, somebody say after, after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise, Hebrews 10, 36. I know you guys are asking, what does faith have to do with worship? Well, faith is part of worship, and I'm glad you asked. You guys asked really good questions. James said, faith without works is dead. Then he said, ask me of my faith, and I'll show you my works. Those works are the worship. When I ask God for something, I'm going to give him thanks before I even get it. That's worship. I'm applying for a job, even though I'm not qualified. That's worship. I'm getting up early and getting dressed like I have the job already because I trust God to give me a job. That's worship. I got the babysitter already lined up. That's worship because I trust and I believe in God. Even if I'm turned down 10 times, I'm going to keep applying, keep looking, keep Keep worshiping as it tarries. If I'm asking God for a financial miracle because I'm too far in debt or I just don't make enough money, first, I'm going to praise him like I just received a supernatural debt cancellation. That's worship. Then I'm going to complete a financial peace class. That's worship. Did, did the pastor say that? Huh. Yes, I said it again. If I'm looking for some financial stability, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep giving. I'm going to keep doing what I need to do, but I'm going to take a financial peace class to make sure I'm working well and being a good steward of my money. I'm going to keep bringing my tithes and my offerings to prove, that God, to prove that God is my source and not my resource. Well, maybe you don't understand that. A resource is just something that gives from a source. But when God becomes your source, it's him that you go to. Resources are men. God is a source. You got to keep worshiping. As I'm waiting on God, I am going to worship. I'm going to serve more. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to love more. I'm going to give more. And saints, this is what I wanted to bring this all down to right now is this. There's sometimes that fear and things may come to you. Even during these times, people are afraid to let their children out because they're worried about the police or they're afraid because the COVID-19 is running rampant right now in California 
and, and everybody's yelling conspiracy theories. But first of all, before I get into anything, let me tell you something. It is real. Stay safe. It's real. Stay safe. Do what they're asking you to do. Don't get caught up in the hoopla of, of all the stories and the, the uh, conspiracy theories. It's not hurting you to be obedient. As long as it's not taking away any of your real freedom. Amen. Your freedom in Christ. So I'm telling you that because we have a tendency to allow fear, and we talked about this last week, that fear is ever-present. And God gave us a commandment, and he said, look, be of good cheer, be courageous, be brave. Now, I can't be brave and courageous if there's not fear that's ever present. And as I began this weekend, I'm, I was worshiping God, and, and uh, I, I was just sitting down, and I was in the shower worshiping, and this song came on, and this gentleman that was singing, he says, love is patient, love is kind, love is always present, and it's better. It's better. Well, it's better than what? It's better than being afraid. It's better than being paralyzed. It's better than being full of anxiety. It's better than having me in a black hole, not knowing it, where I'm going to go or what's going to happen. See, as we begin to worship as it tarries, look, you may have fear come into your room or fear come into your heart. You have an option to wait. You have an option to wait and worship as it tarries. What's tarrying at this time? Your peace. So but while your peace is on its way, you got to bring peace to you because he is the prince of peace. He is very present. He is always a present help in time of trouble. So it's during that time of trouble, saints of God, that we need to put up our hands and begin to worship him. Lift our hands. I ain't got time to worry about who's looking at me. I ain't got time about who's going to ridicule me. All I know is that I'm in the need of peace. I don't have time to find a prayer closet. I got to get right down on my knees, lift up my hands, and begin to worship God for who he is. Because as I begin to praise God, the Bible says that God God inhabits the praises of his people. I need the prince of peace in my life, in my situation. And he says, and you think on these things, be anxious for nothing, but in all these things, given unto prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Then the peace that surpasses all understanding shall encompass you. I've experienced it supernaturally where I've been so afraid. I've given in to fear because I refuse to be on hold. I refuse to wait. But when God reminded me by his word to begin to wait upon the Lord, I say I began to wait. I began to worship. And as I began to worship God and realize that, God, you are here with me. And if you are with me, you're also in me. And greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. So I shall not fear. I shall not be afraid. I shall not be shaken. I will stand firmly upon the rock and let the rains come. Let the winds blow vehemently, but I shall not be moved. Say to God, we got to learn to continue to worship as it tarries. Wait upon the Lord. In my closing, I'm going to continue to worship Jesus. Because when I worship him, his peace will enter into my life. And I know some of you are getting tired of asking, and some of you are tired of waiting. Let me share something with you very important. While God has you on hold, don't get tired. Don't hang up the phone. Don't try to make it happen yourself. Don't try to do it yourself and end up with an Ishmael. 
You got to wait on the Lord. Listen, if you ran out of strength and you're getting tired, just worship as it tarries. Just stand somewhere. Even right now, saints, as, as you're in your, in your living rooms and maybe some of you might be in a hospital room or you might be in the store with your earphones on. And Listen, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. You just lift up your hands right where you are and begin to worship God. And, and I don't know what fears or what doubts or what questions or what promises of God you're waiting on. All you got to do is begin to lift your hands and begin to worship God. There's some of you guys right now that just in your hearts, God's telling you to just worship him through a praise. God's telling you to worship him by opening up your mouth and lifting your hands. God's even telling some of you guys to worship him through your giving. God's telling you to worship him by blessing other people. This is what God is telling you to do. Worship as it tarries. And I'll finish with this. Look what God will do for you if you wait upon him. Isaiah chapter 40, 31. <laughs> but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Wait upon the Lord. Wait, I say. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for your word. We thank you for the weapon and the opportunity to worship you as the promise tarries. Remind us in these days coming, Lord, that we will worship you, that you are greater than any situation, any sickness. Lord, you are greater than anything that can befall us. And Lord, we just thank you for that. God, we just ask right now that we will take what we heard today and hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. Lord, I pray for every person that is out there under the sound of my voice that hears this live or even pre-recorded. I ask, Lord, that you will touch them in a special way. Meet them in the midnight hour. Lord, I thank you for every tear on each one of their pillows at night as they cry and they've been found hopeless. Lord, I thank you that you are with them, that you are laying there, you are holding them, you are touching them, that you are the Prince of Peace and you're bringing peace that surpasses all understanding into their lives. God, I pray right now for those that may have heard this and said that, what must I do to be saved? So God, I just thank you right now that you will speak to their hearts or that you will touch them. Let them know that you are real yourself. That if they open up their mouth, and repent and believe in their heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, that they shall be saved. Lord, I thank you right now for salvations. I thank you for healing. I thank you for deliverance. I thank you for breaking the chains off of people's lives right now. Lord, we love you. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, that's it, you guys. God bless you. Until next week, come see us Tuesday night right here for Bible study. We love you. God bless you. Go with God. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Annex Podcast. But we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.